Hello, good morning. This is Rick Pina, and I am bringing you today's word for April 25th, 2019. This past Sunday was Resurrection Sunday morning or Easter Sunday. And so as I got back to the messages all week long, I've been teaching about the importance of the cross. I really want us to get an understanding of what happened. Like, you know, what, what was it that we celebrated on Easter? We celebrated the death, the burial, the resurrection of Jesus, which happened 2000 years ago. And we're like, okay, well, what does that mean to us? Like today, in in today's present age, 2019, it means a great deal. That's what I've been teaching all week long. So I'll continue to flow in that vein today. The title of today's message is The Rules Have Changed. Like, you know, if, if you were playing a game... And then you've been playing a game all your life, and then one day you, you realize that the rules have changed. It's, it's hard for you to kind of embrace the changes because, like, you know, your understanding of, of, of the game is one thing. And once the rules change, you got you have to learn how to operate on a, on a new, you know, kind of like a new understanding, right? And so we have a new covenant, a new covenant that was ushered in through Jesus and while none of us, no one watching this video right now was born under the, the old covenant, for whatever reason, a lot of us were taught in church to live old covenant minded. And so now we're in Christ and Christ is in us and we're really under this new covenant, but many of us have not been taught to live under the freedom of that, that Christ Jesus died to provide us. So many of us are living under the old covenant or with the old covenant mentality, although we're really under the dispensation or the time frame of the new covenant. So in John chapter one, the apostle John said, the word Jesus became flesh and he made his dwelling among us. And we have seen his glory, the glory of the one and only son of God who came from the father and he was full of grace and truth. That's John one and 14. John was saying, man, Jesus was the word and and Jesus came and he was from the father and he was full of grace and he was full of truth. In that same passage, just a few verses later, John said in verse 17, the law was given through Moses, grace and truth came through Jesus. So John is making a differentiation between the law given through Moses and grace and truth which was ushered into because of Jesus. So you're saying when Jesus came, this law of Moses, there's now a differentiation between what was and what is. In the book of Romans, uh, the apostle Paul said in Romans 6 and 14, sin is no longer your master for you no longer live under the requirements of the law. Instead, you live under the freedom of God's grace. That's Romans 6 and 14. Here you have a different apostle, Apostle Paul now, saying, listen, there's a difference between the requirements of the law and the freedom of God's grace. So you have two witnesses here in the New Testament giving us a difference or highlighting that there's something wrong. The rules have changed. There's something different now. We are no longer under the requirements of the law. Instead, we are under the freedom of God's grace. As we look at the differences between the covenant of Moses, which was the law, and the covenant of grace or the covenant of Jesus, new covenant, there are some distinct differences between the two covenants. And if you don't understand the differences, then you're going to get confused. And and you'll read something in the Bible, which is not really 
you know, under the time frame of the time period that we're under now, and you'll see something there and you, and you'll think that that still applies to you today. And you won't really kind of know how to maximize this thing, this walk with God, because you will never maximize something you do not understand. So what I do as a teacher of the gospel, as a minister of the gospel of Jesus Christ, is to attempt to demystify the process. And I attempt to just teach you clearly and plainly and simply. I'm not trying to impress anybody. I'm not trying to use big words, although I can. <laughs> I'm just trying to bring it down very simple and say, listen, this is what the Bible says. And then this is what it means to us today. So what does this mean to you today? <laughs> I have three things to share with you on this morning as it relates to this, how the rules have changed and how we're supposed to live differently because of it. I'm going to share these three things with you. I want you now to open up your heart to receive what God is saying. You ready? Three things. Number one, we are living, you and I, under a different set of rules. Now, it's not that God has changed necessarily. It's in many respects, though, the rules have changed. Under the old covenant, the Lord had a certain agreement and he dealt with people in accordance with that agreement. Now, under the new covenant, because of Jesus, he established a new agreement. So now today he's dealing with us under this new agreement. Now, if you don't understand the differences between the new agreements, then you might read something from the old agreement and think that it applies to you today. And then you'll get confused and, and, and then it hinders your, your ability to receive from God because you're not approaching God correctly because you're approaching him under the old agreement instead of under the new agreement. And if you mix the two agreements or if you mix the two covenants, you're going to get confused and it will hinder your ability to receive from God. It's like, I don't know, let's just use, you know, the government or a company. Let's say you go and, and you're trying to do something in the government and you, you fill out some paperwork that you've done before. And, and this is the process. And then someone tells you, oh, no, 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 the process changed. So since the process changed, what you were doing before, now that doesn't work. Why? Because the process changed. Now you have to use the new process. Or if you're in a company and, and they go, no, the policy changed or whatever. When something changes, you have to understand what the change was, understand the differences so that now you can operate under the new system. It's really that simple. The rules have changed. And although none of us were really born under the old rules, for whatever reason, many of us were taught to live under the old rules. And if we don't live under the new rules, then we won't communicate with the Father correctly or adequately, and we won't maximize our purpose and potential while we're in the land of the living. Number two, the old covenant of the law focused on man, and it served this purpose. The purpose of the old covenant was not to make us right, because remember, rules can't make you right. Rules can only show you how wrong you are. Uh, the purpose of the old covenant was to show you that you're not good enough, that man is not good enough and that you need a savior. The covenant put the emphasis on man and what man could do for God. It was all about man working for God. And it caused man to strive with human effort. And it, and it put really uh, this emphasis on human performance. And this really created an environment that lent itself, uh, unfortunately, to people who were very judgmental. Because when the spotlight is on human performance, then people felt good that's why Ephesians 2, 8, 9 says that we're saved by grace, not by works, lest any man should boast. When, when the emphasis is on human performance, then those that perform, right, they're going to boast in their performance. And unfortunately, a lot of the people who were boasting in their performance also looked down on other people who they considered to not be performing on their level. 
And so these are the type of religious people that unfortunately we still deal with today. And these are the, the type of religious people that Jesus dealt with all the time. And Jesus had run-ins with them because they were like, hey, we're right. And this person is wrong. What are you going to do? Like this woman was caught in the very act of adultery. Hmm, I'm right. She's wrong. What are you going to do, Jesus? Jesus is like, come on, man. The gospel is not that you're right and she's wrong. The gospel is that we're all wrong. That's the gospel, that we all need a savior. So if you're without sin, why don't you cast the first stone? And then when they thought about it, they was like, well, I'm not really without sin. I'm just better than her. And then they all had to leave because no one is without sin. And we shouldn't be judgmental. If I'm looking, if, if you ever run into a Christian who's looking down on people, that's an indication that that's a baby Christian. Because the closer you get to God, the less you think of yourself. I mean, how could I look down on someone else when I realize how jacked up I am? Listen, as a believer, you, you, you learn how to walk in humility. It's not that you're going to live in sin because if you're really born again, you don't want to sin. <laughs> I, I'm free from sin. I'm not free to sin. I'm free from sin. So now the bottom line is that under the old covenant, they, they were living under these rules and, and then the emphasis was on man. And now under this new covenant, the emphasis is no longer on man. The emphasis is on God. So yet while under the old set of rules, the spotlight was on man and what man could do for God, under this new set of rules, the spotlight is on God and what he's already done for us. And so it's, it's just completely different. The rules have changed. Also too, under the old covenant, when men f finally realized, man, I'm not good enough, it caused them to then see a need for sacrifices. And, and the blood of innocent animals was shed by the hands of guilty man because they had to continually offer sacrifices because they knew that they were wrong. And they had to keep doing that until Jesus came. And Jesus was the ultimate sacrifice. And after Jesus, we don't have to kill animals anymore because the blood of a perfect man was shed for us. Now we've been redeemed from sin and death. Number three, and finally, the new covenant of grace focuses on God. While the old covenant was focused on man, the new covenant is focused on God. While the old covenant was, what, was about what man could do for God, the new covenant is about what God has already done for us. So under the... New covenant of grace, we get to receive God's finished work. It's already done. Under grace, we, we get to receive what God planned to do from the foundations of the world, what he already stored up for us, what he already equipped, enabled, and empowered us to do. Grace is not about highlighting the fact that you are not good enough because we know that we're not good enough. Grace is not about highlighting the fact that we're flawed and that we can never keep the law because we know that we're flawed and that we can never keep the law. Under grace, we, we get to acknowledge the fact that, that Jesus died for us, that I'm not perfect, but he was perfect for me. I'm not flawless, but he was flawless for me. And so my life is not about me anymore. And the emphasis is not about me and what I can do for God. No, the spotlight, my life is not even about me. My life is about God and what he already did for me. And so now I'm living my life focused on him and what he has equipped, enabled, empowered me to do, what he called and destined and designed and desires for me to do. My life is all about God. My life is all about his eternal purpose, the purpose that he made and established for me in his own heart from the foundations of the world. Under grace, you get to live the life that God planned for you to live before the world began. And you're not held back by the fact that you're not perfect. You know that you're not perfect. And you don't allow Satan to cause you to dive and delve into condemnation because you're not perfect because of your imperfections. You get to live your life as a child of God, as a child of the most high God, knowing that you're not perfect, but you're forgiven. And so you're covered by the blood. You're filled
filled with the Holy Spirit and you are called according to the plans and the work and the purpose of God. You enter every day, focus on doing whatever the Holy Spirit leads you to do and however he leads you to do it. This is how you get to experience heaven on earth. This is how you get to live as Jesus is in this world because you know that the rules have changed. So you're not you're not going to delve into condemnation. You you are you are walking in the righteousness that Christ Jesus already provided for you. Say amen to that. Let's close this message out with a declaration of faith. I want you to lift up your voice now and declare this over your life. Say this. Say, Father, I thank you for sending your son Jesus to die in my place. Jesus delivered me from the bondage of the law. The law was perfect. I'm far from perfect. Under the law, I would quickly be condemned. But thankfully, Father, I am under grace and I have been forgiven, not because I'm so good, but because you're so good. The law was given through Moses. Grace and truth came through Jesus. Under the law, the emphasis was on man. Now under grace, the emphasis is on you and what you've already done for me. I have accepted Jesus. I have been forgiven of all my sin, past, present, and future. And I now live my life focused on you, Father. It's all about you and what you planned for me before the world began. I don't pursue my purpose because I'm perfect. I pursue my purpose because I'm forgiven. Christ redeemed me from the curse of the law. He was made a curse for me. So I freely and thankfully accept forgiveness, love, and purpose. I declare this by faith. In Jesus' name, amen. This is today's word. This is a liberating word. Please apply it and prosper. If you're not getting these messages, go to todaysword.org, click on the subscribe button. You're going to get all my notes in your email inbox for free. Why not? So sign up, get the messages. They're going to be a blessing to you. Head into this day knowing that the rules have changed. Stop living focused on a covenant that you were never under in the first place. Embrace the, the freedom that Christ Jesus died to provide you and live as the man, the woman that God called you to be. Listen, do me a favor. Before you leave the screen, please share this message on your social media, on your timeline with your friends. If you're watching on YouTube, youtube.com forward slash Rick Pina, then please hit the like button or the subscribe button. I love you and God loves you. Have a blessed day.